0: I remember that Ronda Rousey fight. I had two golf ball size knots on my foot. Oh, <laughs> wow. Because I forgot, you know, I was like, this is Ronda Rousey, dude. <laughs> she hits hard and she's gonna really slam you against the wall. I'm supposed to lift my hand nonchalantly to cover the hip. <laughs> right? Apparently, I got so involved as an actress in the moment that I just let my forehead whack the wall multiple times. I love it. I mean, that's where, that's where the juicy stuff is.
1: Keep it under 9,000 RPMs. Kid's going to fry his pistons after the first 200.
0: You know that's not my style. I got to ride or die, right?
2: How about you just ride on this one? Ask any podcaster, any real podcaster. It doesn't matter if you record in person or over video chat. Podcasting's podcasting. Welcome back to EW's Binge of the Fast Saga, full transcripts of which are available on EW.com. I'm Derek Lawrence, aka the guy who won as Dominic Toretto for two straight Halloweens. And as that icon once said, the most important thing in life will always be the people in this Zoom, right here, right now. And for me, that's the Dom to my Brian, the Letty to my Mia, the Roman to my Tej, the Giselle to my Han, Chanel Berlin Johnson. Chanel, are you ready to shed some tears as we talk about the miraculous, the emotional, the exceptional Fury 7?
3: Yes. Also, also I want to say, like, we've done a bunch of these episodes now, and actually, I love that intro every single time. So, I hope everybody enjoys it as much as me. Um, And also, absolutely, like, this movie is so emotional. It doesn't matter how much I see it, it still gets me. Sometimes I still cry like it's the first time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait, but also prepare for tears.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, first off, thank you for appreciating the the, uh, intro and update, very important update. I recently. Saw Vin in person and he, we we're safe, don't worry. The, you know, masks were involved, but he saw me and he, the first thing he said is, I thought you were going to show up in your Halloween costume. So, <laughs> yeah. so he appreciates that. You appreciate the intro. Hopefully others do. So maybe I'll have to now go for a third Halloween as, a, uh, as yeah, Don. Bring please. it back. Um, but yeah, specifically to Fury Seven, um, this is a big one, you know, obviously for, A lot of reasons. Um, but you know, as a refresher first for any new listeners, you know, in case you're just a big fan of the film work of both Iggy Azalea and Ronda Rousey, ahead of F9's June 25th release, we're binging all of the fast movies with the family themselves. So we've already chatted about the first six installments. So you can go back and check out our interviews with Vin Diesel, Ludacris, Lucas Black, Justin Lin, Jordana Brewster, and Sung Kang. But today we've got a movie so big, so important that we have two huge guests. That's right. On this special two parter, we're talking with Tyrese Gibson and Michelle Rodriguez.
3: Yes.
2: Chanel, before we get into part one with Michelle, and that just like, that just rhymed right there. Like, that's just meant to be, <laughs> that's like Chanel and Michelle finally united. Uh, yes. what if he, pe- <laughs> what if people need to remember about Furious Seven? Like I alluded to earlier, this one is much more than just about the plot. Like considering, you know, Paul Walker, Someone who's come up a lot on this show, a beloved member of the Fast family, died during a break from filming. And as we discussed with both Michelle and Tyrese, you know, it wasn't guaranteed that they'd finish this movie as their priorities were rightfully more about grieving their, their close friend. Um, but against all odds, they did and surely did him proud with the, you know, the powerful goodbye to him and his character, Brian, in the closing moments of Furious 7. But so other than that, what, what should people know going in about Furious 7?
3: Yeah, this is where the long road ends for Brian O'Connor. Like, obviously, the character gets to live on, but they have to figure out how to say goodbye to him in a way that makes sense because they lose Paul, um, tragically. So what happens in the movie is Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody, like, recruits Dom and the team to help. Save Ramsey, this programming super genius who's created God's Eye, which is honestly a terrifying surveillance program, and I hope nothing like it actually exists. Um, it's wanted by a bunch of criminals and, like, ramsey has been kidnapped. Um, they're also being hunted by Decker Shaw, who is, of course, played by Jason Statham, um, who wants revenge for putting – for the team putting his brother Owen in the hospital in uh, Fast and Furious 6 – things kind of come to a head after a lot of adventure in Los Angeles, which kind of ties everything back to the roots of the franchise, even though it's not like a direct corollary to anything that happens in the first movie. Um, and uh, Dom comes close to death in a way that I don't think we've really seen before <laughs> at all in these movies. It's pretty harrowing for a movie that actually teases of death a lot in the film. And I think ratchets up kind of accidentally, like how, um, like what's going to happen with Paul and the Brian character. But then we get the switcheroo and it's Dom who it comes close to the brink after some crazy stunts. Um, And Letty is on the ground with him and tells him not to because surprise, after six and now most of seven, she reveals that she has all of her memories back, including that she and Dom secretly got married. So after everything goes well, succeeds, everyone uh, lives on, the team convenes on the beach and we get that super tough touching Goodbye, where everybody's looking at Brian and Mia. And then there is the drive at the very end. And it all sort of ends with See You Again, which is now an iconic song. And that's what we got for Fury 7.
2: Yeah, that's we'll, we'll be talking a lot uh, through this episode and the Tyrese episode about that kind of final scene. Um, it's something that literally, I saw Fury 7 three times in the theater. And the third time was just so I could watch that final scene. <laughs> I, I mean, I was the only person in the theater. The movie had been out a couple months. And I was just like, I mean, obviously I was loving everything that was happening, but I just kept was sitting there. All right. Let, let's get to the end. Like that's what I'm here for. And I still sometimes just pull it up, uh, to watch randomly just because it's so good. So we'll talk a lot about that. Um, like I said, in, in the interviews and in our usual awards segment. But now Chanel and I are going to hop into our interview with Michelle. Again, we have a second part to this episode with Tyrese, aka Roman Pierce. So you'll also go subscribe to the Binge Fast Saga feed to check that out. And on the Tyrese episode, we'll do our usual uh, award segments. Um, But now let's ride into our conversation with Michelle.
0: So if this car goes down, who's coming to save us? Save us, honey. We're it.
2: She's got to ride or die. That's her style. But Michelle Rodriguez is temporarily parking to talk Furious 7. Michelle, welcome to our binge of Fast <laughs> and Furious.
0: What's going on, man? How are you?
2: We're doing great. Anytime we can talk Fast and Furious, we're doing great. So yeah. we really are excited to, to chat with you about Furious 7. Well, I mean, an incredible movie, um, you know, for so many reasons that we'll get into. But um, I guess, I w- you know, we'll start off as we do with every episode. You know, the famous words of Dominic Toretto, where, you know, he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters for those 10 seconds. He's free. So how would you summarize this film, Furious 7, in 10 seconds?
0: Oh, wow. I mean, that's tough. 7 is special because, you know, we were saying goodbye to somebody we love um, who's there from the jump. And, like, if anybody can, can express the enthusiasm of what Fast and Furious means to the world, it was Paul. And so... It was his homage and, you know, I think that it was just a really, really beautiful film. For me, it's special and it hits home just because of that. And and for me, like, that overs... It, it kind of supersedes anything, you know, about the movie itself, the action or the plot or any of that. Like, none of that really matters. It's It's a goodbye to Paul,
2: you know. Absolutely. You know, before diving into Fury 7, you know, it seems like we watched Fast Four. We're like, oh, like, it seems, you know, like Letty died, and, you know, barring an evil twin situation, like, we're, you know, we're not (laughs) going to see Michelle in these movies anymore. I mean, did you think the same or did you, like, know it was always the plan to bring you back? I
0: I had no idea. I mean, originally when I said yes to it, um, I said yes to it with the exception that they would test an alternative ending, you know, with me living because I knew that the audience didn't want that. You know, there was very already low representation for women, period. And there's a lot of women who love racing cars all around the world. And to take that away from them with the one character that was like really a ass. I didn't think that it's what people wanted. And I kind of was right in the end. But it just took them a while to figure it out. And I didn't find out about it until I actually went to go see Fast Five. Oh, what? And I saw the tag ending. I was in Paris. Vin didn't even tell me. He was like, <laughs> don't worry about this. I got this. And then I didn't hear from him for like a year or something. Oh, wow. keeps his word, that one. You got to give him that.
3: Yeah, so that's, like, after you come out of the theater, that's your first call. Like, what what's happening What the hell? They <laughs> like, after you didn't tell me, he's like, I did tell you.
0: I'm like, you're so enigmatic. Like, stop it.
2: <laughs> he's like, you, you told Eva Mendez before me? What the heck is
3: going on? Yeah, yeah right? oh
0: man. like, what's up with that?
3: So funny. So then what was it, like... Um- uh, when you realize, okay, they want to bring Letty back, like you start having those conversations about in what way, like at what point for you did it come up like with the whole amnesia thing and all of that? Yeah. I mean, that that was a wild conversation, you know,
0: because I mean, at first it was getting over the fact that she could be alive, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of, for a lot of people, you know, especially after the year 2000, that whole idea of doing movies like they did in the nineties was out the window. And, you know, it was like this, we have to try to be as real as possible after the right. year 2000, you know what I mean? It was like all of a sudden somebody, I don't know who put the bar there, but like, you know, those lethal weapon movies where you're like flying in a house, having a fight and then right. all of a sudden, or a car goes through a building and lands in it. Wait, we did that, didn't we?
1: <laughs> well,
0: like, you know, like those ideas were like out the window. And like, mm-hmm. I think Fast and Furious kind of slowly brought that vibe back and got away with it and we were like looking around waiting for some flack and like you know i guess the the hurrahs were in the ticket sales and so all the flack was from the critics and we didn't really care about that because right. all we care about is people watching the movie and really loving it and enjoying the whole thing so it was a blast i mean it's been pretty pretty wild
2: what was it like then you know In Fast 6 and Furious 7, you're playing a Letty who's like battling so many things like amnesia, people trying to tell her who she is, which I imagine is very frustrating for someone. So like, what's it like playing all that and like going on this journey with this character who like, at this point, like you, you the actress, know more about the character than they know about themselves.
0: (laughs) Right. Do you know how hard it is for me when you look at me and you see me through 15 years of memories? Every beautiful moment we've ever had, I see it in your eyes. I can't give that to you. I got nothing. You got me. And you've got only a piece of me. I have to find myself for me. It it it, it was really, really tough, you know, um, just going through that whole process. I think, you know, it, eventually it it got to a point where we got some females on board and it felt a lot easier to try to really express dimension in the character. Because I think that, you know, for the most part, the one thing that most male writers got out of Letty was that she's uh, no-nonsense. And I guess that that kind of, like, it stuck with them like concrete. And all of a sudden, there was nothing outside of that. So it's always this, whenever you look at Letty. You know, and I'm like, dude, what the hell? Does this bitch smile (laughs) ever? Does she have fun? (laughs) Like, what the hell? I don't know what happened. But it was really, really interesting just trying to like, um, trying to find dimension through the years, you know, because I think that it's like, I don't know. I think girls um, are different than boys. And, you know, for male writers, I think sometimes it's hard outside of sex or outside of boyfriend, girlfriend to really find her psychological meaning, you know, and eventually we got to a place where I think we, we found a little bit of dimension. So I'm super happy,
3: super stoked. And I feel like Furious 7 ties directly into that because it's the continuation of uh, where Letty is emotionally and what she's thinking about herself. And so she says like, right at the beginning of the movie, like, I got to find myself. Was that the most exciting part of the Furious 7 script? Or what was the most exciting thing for you? Like when you see it, and you're like, all right, we're gonna this is what we're shooting. This is sort of the next step for the character.
0: I think with, with 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 Fast Seven, it was the beauty of like we we did it. We got through the threshold. We 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 proved that people want what we got to offer. And we proved that that people prefer to have Letty back. Yeah. And so now it was really just about establishing the fun again and 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 getting back into, you know, the whole idea of why we do this you know, what is so exciting about, about Fast and Furious. And, and it's the, it's, it's the fact that, you know, you have people who come from the other side of the tracks and, and they're doing extraordinary things, um, with cars, like flying at, you know, out of airplane and landing in a a parachute, like, like, come on guys, like that, you don't see that every day. And so it's kind of cool to be able to play with that. And, um, and, and we just, we were in that, mode of like, finally, we're through the threshold of proving ourselves. And now we get to actually get to the core of what we love about the franchise, which is the action and and, and the process of it, you know, just got horribly interrupted, you know, by life. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's so many amazing scenes like you even re- re- uh, just referenced a bunch of the action ones but like is there do you have a personal from Fury seven like a personal favorite your fight with ronda rousey you know obviously some I more emotional that. ones too you have the great fight in in six mm-hmm. uh and then you get it's like they keep just throwing more mma fighters at you uh yeah. what do we show up here
0: well it was about up the upping the ante on the on the female empowerment stuff and you know so like if 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 the, the choreographer throws me a five, I'm going to go for a 10. And so where there was originally a bunch of fighting stuff, I want rigs, you know, to, to, for people to fly. And like, I want, you know, some danger involved. So like people are going to go down the stairs in six and uh, in, in seven, we're going to have like a balls out fight. I remember that Ronda Rousey fight. I had two, Golf ball size uh, knots on my foot. Wow! Oh, <laughs> because I forgot, you know, I was like, "This is Ronda Rousey, dude." <laughs> she hits hard, and she's really slam you against the wall. Uh, it, had I been a stunt double, I would have remembered. I'm flying towards the wall, I'm supposed to lift my hand nonchalantly. To cover the hair, <laughs> right. uh, Apparently, I got so involved as an actress in the moment that I just let my forehead whack the wall multiple times, and uh, yeah. But I love it. I mean, that's where that's where the juicy stuff is. And if you can't if you can't really push the envelope mm-hmm. on the female stuff, on the female action, then you're not you're not making movies because action movies because that's where it's at. Like we don't get a lot of that. And uh, in general, and I think most women are more concerned with how good they look than how bad ass they can really, uh, you know, come across uh, on the screen and what chaotic action they could pull off. And for me, that's more important than looking good. I could give two rats asses what I look like. I want to kick some serious ass <laughs> or at least get my ass kicked really
1: seriously. Right.
0: <laughs> <But> that's fun. <laughs> So yeah, that was, I think that fight was really, really um, hit it home for me.
3: Jordana sort of said something similar where she was like constantly trying to prove to Justin and like, I can do some stunts. <laughs> like I've been training, like, Ooh, let me do more you stuff. You just wait till you see her in 9. Ah, oh, it's going to be good.
0: I really think that 9 is, is doing some justice for, for all the girls. You oh, know? great. I'm like really proud of each and every woman in Fast 9. And I'm like, yes, finally, <laughs> after, what was it? It only took 18 years. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you finally caught up. what I'm talking about. Now you realize it's cool. <laughs>
2: Just in the trailer, I mean, there's so many things that I was super excited about. But just seeing, like, glimpses of you and Jordana, like, kicking ass together, like, was one of the things that I was really the most pumped about. Because I remember you you pointed this out in an interview di- you did uh, a couple years ago. One of my former colleagues did this big feature on, like, all the badass women that have been in Fast, which is kind of crazy if you look down the list and just realize. Um, And you you pointed out that, like, you and Jordana hadn't even really shared that many seat like you you'd worked for like 15 years together you hadn't even yeah yeah so, so you guys have made so many so much progress and sounds like in this in this ninth one so what's it been like for you kind of over these last 20 years like working on the behalf of you know letty and continuing to fight for her and the other female characters because i know yeah. after eight you were kind of like hey like we need to get this figured out or like i don't yeah, know i, I might mean, have to walk no, away no
0: no you know what you can't really blame anybody for it, for that kind of stuff, it's just we're all figuring it out as we go along. We're all discovering it. We never thought, period, that Fast and Furious would go beyond a second movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like like a second sequels. Nobody had even thought that sequels were a good thing. Like we right. thought sequels were taboo. That's like in you know established in the nineties that you don't do sequels. You know what I mean? Unless you're like Lethal Weapon or Die Hard, right. you pull it off. You know. Um, so it was a surprise to us, all of us, that that it even had longevity. Then it's another surprise that, you know, female empowerment movement would take women so far as to say, Hey, I can do what you can do. You know, and it's cool because we actually are interested in these fields and it exists. They're like one of the one of the best drifters in the world is a female. Like, you know, there's like the biggest surf uh wave was was uh, surfed by a woman last year. Like so I mean, you know, there are things that happen that that times change and and eventually, you know, the the franchise gets to move with that. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a really great process just trying to get, you know, I was always kind of like ahead of that curve just because I was a tomboy by chance and just because I really, really enjoy action. And so I will not like to stand on the sidelines if I'm in a scene and there's a fight you know, I, would like to keep it real. And like, you know, what would you do in real life? Like, yeah, I'd be in that fight, buddy. I'm not going to be sitting around, you know, screaming, help me. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, so, you know, that process has been interesting and it's just, it's, it's a learning curve both with, you know, being a female, um, with stunt doubles, uh, stunt, uh, you know, coordinators with, uh, writers, with producers, And just all around, just having to express myself for 18 years, always having to say, no, that doesn't work because Mm -hmm. and then eventually hoping that the reasoning behind it will resonate and eventually changes will be made. And all of a sudden now you you're having action sequences that suit or, you know, are more suitable to, to what reality would be if you were really in that situation. And so, like, it just makes me happy. Like we've grown so much, you know, in the last 18 years. And it, it's it's all of us, you know, we're in it together. And so it's kind of cool that they were open enough to change and to evolve with the times.
3: Was there? I know, but you did an interview last fall where you mentioned like a female writer coming in on nine. Did and SLP? Yeah, is that Susan Lori Parks? Like you referred to it as SLP. Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That
0: was Samantha. Samantha Vin's sister. She's amazing producer on Fast. Oh, amazing! Yeah, uh, she's just fantastic, man. She's just gangster when it comes to like finding you know really great women to come on board. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, I was super stoked, you know, like, I really love her. Like, she's got good vibes that one. Yeah. And she's I mean, we've just like been excited because she's done all this stuff recently with like United States versus Billie Holiday and now Genius Aretha. So like thinking about what she I'm like excited to see like this, the fast universe kind of, you know, partially in her hands too. like that's like, (laughs) that's awesome.
0: No, no, it's in demand. A voice like that, that's strong, that understands, you know, depth and dimension is definitely welcome. And she's definitely overqualified in whatever job she picks. <laughs>
2: there's, there's obviously been like so many great action and fight sequences like in Fast, but like in Furious 7 here, you get to do like a lot of, you know, powerful and emotional kind of stuff, you know, whether it's the scene at the grave early on, or at the at the end when, you know, uh love brings uh Dom back to life seemingly. Uh So what was it like getting maybe tap into some new things um for these heavier moments in, in at least Furious 7?
0: You know, it's, 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 it's it's tough because like, I'm like, do I have to be the heart for all of
2: us?
0: (laughs) Somebody else like cry a little bit. It's just like, dude, I want to, I want to, I want to kick some ass too. Um, No, it's been interesting, you know, because I, I think that, you know, carrying the weight of 18 years together, you know, is a beautiful thing. Like we've, we've, we've literally around the world. Like I, I, I can go to a place like Mongolia where they're like having an eagle hunting festival and I'm taking a selfie with a Kazakh, you know, who hangs out in the, in the, in the, in the fields, like with his, with his eagle. <laughs> and it's because of Fast and Furious or I'll be in Gabon in Africa. And, and all of a sudden I'm taking pictures with a, the with a San's Bushmen. And it's because, you know, he's totally like down with the Fast and Furious franchise. And I'm like, dude, this is global. And I grew up with people. I grew up with people, you know. So like literally from the year 2000 to cut to now, you know, the, you people have had children. And like those little kids who used to go with their dad, now that dad is a grandpa. And it's just quite awesome to just to have that kind of like knowledge that that's what it represents. So it, whenever we do have those moments, which are super emotional, you know, in the franchise film, it's, it's also like, you know, me being super emotional with family. Like these, these are people that, that uh, you know, I grew up with and they gave me like, they were part of this new life that I started, you know, coming from Jersey City and like, you know, and so it's very easy for me to go there. It's not, not hard at all to pull heartstrings on a Fast and Furious film. Because you know all the characters they really carry that heavy that gravitas of of love of uh, camaraderie of being through the thick of it with each other, you know we, we we carry that, and so it's just very easy, I think, you know to to, to suffer because <laughs> 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 you know because you know you, you've got that love and bond with each other, so it it's it's not hard. You know, it's like a soap opera, I guess. Right, right. At this point, I mean, geez, we, we lasted long enough, right? right. The of our lives is what we're running up against now.
2: I say Enough people have come back from the dead, I think, now to uh, officially be a soap <laughs> opera. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: hilarious. Well, in that same sort of vein with the people that come sort of in and out, depending on what's happening with the plot, like coming out of six, you lose we think the Han character. And then of course, uh, uh, Giselle. Um, Right. (laughs) Um, but then also in seven, you welcome sort of Ramsey. So what's it like for you guys who've all like been there, like when someone new comes in, uh, are there things that you love to do to welcome them or, or how, how does that happen? You know, to make sure everybody feels like, all right, now, now you're part of the crew.
0: You know, I think, I think that, that, that Vin does a really, really good job of, um, of commandeering that whole situation of welcoming new characters in and and making sure that they understand that that um that we're all in it together. Uh dinners usually um events where we all get to hang out with each other and 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 really feel each other's energy out. You know that's really where it all starts. And then uh, from there, you know, the working days come easy. Um, from there, you kind of understand, you know, that, that, uh, that we're all in this together and we all just want to make really great product and make sure that people out there are entertained. And so I think that Vin does a really, really, really good job of, of, uh, making that shine through.
2: Yeah. This, this feels like such a big film for the, you know, Letty and Dom relationship, you know, finally, you know, she's back in the fold after, you know, being gone and then, you know, whatever, all that happened in six. Um, how, you know how, What are the conversations like that you and Vin have, like talking through this relationship that you've now been portraying for, you know, 20 years um, and kind of the evolution of that? <laughs>
0: it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you know, those conversations have evolved throughout the years, you know. At first, you know, the conversations were more about, don't you want an equal at your side? you know and then after that has been established the conversations are more about like family whether or not you know to expand it what that looks like you know what the future looks like for the franchise and for the characters in it you know and it's crazy because nobody ever thought we'd be at a nine like i mean what the hell (laughs) not even harry potter for christ's sake (laughs) Like, what the hell? Um, so, I mean, it's it, it's it's definitely been a trip. Um, but with me and Vin it's just so easy, you know, because um, we understand each other and we work really, really well together creatively. We just we can we can knock things out. I, I think it's because we have our foot, our feet in that urban kind of world and also on the ground with with the love of family and, and the understanding of what tribe means. And I think that when you're very tribal like that n- naturally and you're very like off the beaten track, rebellious or just by nature, you y- you know, it's easier for you to imagine what these fast stories, where they're going and easy for you to see what works and what doesn't because it's it's intuitive. You know what I mean? Like we have that street smart that we can bring to the table which is something that I don't think a lot of, a lot of executives carry. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or like writers that grew up in Beverly Hills or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. we'll like, uh, those kinds of things, we, we're the, we have those lines. And so if you cross those lines with us, we know that you're, you're endangering the integrity of something that's really important. And that's, that's something that I think you need. If you don't have that line, then you're going to get you know, those movies that don't work that are about cars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because that line, that integrity line is what I think keeps everybody coming back for more.
2: We've got to take a quick detour, but we'll be
3: right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you
1: closer to your goals.
3: Were there specific things uh, about the relationship that you wanted that either came to pass or or like, you know, getting to to eight and sort of realizing like, oh, they can talk about kids or something like that? Were those things that you had hoped for or did they kind of evolve as you were doing the movies?
0: Uh, for me, personally, that's like a nightmare. That whole male, female, like, you know, heterosexual, like, whatever. I'm so like, when it comes to movies and action, like, yeah. I- so asexual, it's not even funny. <laughs> like I, I'm just like, no, don't talk about relationships <laughs> and love. Who gives a shit? Let's just like throw some action in there and like <laughs> make it better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have an adverse reaction to all that romance stuff. Um, but I know we need it because, you know, the world is about love, that kind of romantic love, and they really eat that stuff up. If you die, I die. And I'm not ready to leave this place yet. This moment is still ours. I remember everything. I remember it all.
1: It's about
0: time. <laughs> so I, I go with the flow. I let him take the lead on that. Um But for me, it's just I the only time I smile or get giddy is is when you're talking about like explosions and (laughs) people flying through the air and, you know, tumbling over the ground on fire. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. that's still why i say i think like the most romantic thing i've ever seen in a movie is in fast six when you're flying off the tank and he jumps in the air <laughs> yeah. and catches you because that's action so right because we got because yeah. because we are we got the action going you know what i mean we're not just
0: oh, that that i'm done with that we could do that all day <laughs> I'm all about it. um
2: you, you you mentioned obviously at the top like i mean as great as like everything is in this movie like really what matters is kind of you guys paying homage and kind of saying goodbye to Paul and, you know, into the Brian character. Um, obviously this, that was someone you worked with for, you know, 15 years, you know, plus, and, you know, became, we know how much he meant to not only the movies, but to all of you guys. So I don't know, just talk to us about Paul and kind of your relationship with him. It seems like anybody we talk to, like, you don't even have to ask about Paul. They'll just bring him up and, you know, talk about what a great person he was. He's like an Earth creature
0: like me, you know what i mean? Like you give me a freaking tree and i and 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 some dirt and um some animal life and i can i can be there for like ever in happiness. Paul you can give him the sea and you know a board and he could be there in happiness. You know and that's how me and him bonded is because we were just so attracted to nature and so in love with nature. Um, that that's how I and him kind of saw eye to eye. And, um, for us too, like the excitement about being in the franchise was the more live action and analog action you could get the better. And so through the years, me and him shared like that, that, that attraction and that adverseness to anything CGI. Like, if you say CGI to me, I'm like, no, let's get a, a double. Like, let's double this sucker. Let's see how far, how many cars we could destroy, which is not that great for the environment. But <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, it's, it, it is what the heart of action movie making is about. And, and, you know, and I think that that's me and him shared that together. You know, it was just this kind of love for how real we could get you know, yeah. in the process of making something that is art.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know? Making it, action movies like it's not just that. It's like the more realistic you could be, the more in jeopardy your life is, the better the ride. And and so like I think that me and him shared that. Also the love of guns. I really adore <laughs> weapons. And I like shooting weapons and I like racing cars in the track. And so, like, we shared, like, actually enjoying these activities
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, in general. Um, so we'd always talk about that kind of stuff together. It, it, I just loved him a lot. He's just a fucking great guy.
2: Yeah. it's it, there, I mean, I think there is a little CGI involved, but there, in, there's a little moment that I love in Furious 7 when, you know, he's running off to, to get off the... Uh, the truck that's falling off the cliff and he jumps off and he, you know, gets onto your car right at the edge, and he's just laying there and then you just get out and you're like, you good? Like, it's just a small little moment between the characters, but like, it's just rewatching it every time. I'm like, it's, it's, it, 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 it works so well. Um, obviously then, you know, You know, he passes, you know, during filming. Like, obviously, we know that was such a hard time, you know, for all of you. And there was so much grieving to be done before even thinking about, you know, something so trivial as a movie. Um, But once those conversations started, was there ever a part of you that didn't think you guys would actually finish the movie? Like, it just, you know, didn't make sense or you just didn't, you know, feel like that was what you wanted to do?
0: Yeah, there was no, there was no, there was no consciousness after that, you know what I mean? that like you lose them. And like, we didn't think about him. You know, after that, it was like a, a year passed. And then it's like, Oh, okay, wait, they were actually cutting something together that whole time. You, you know, it's a haze, you kind of wake up out of it. And you're like, wait, we're still doing this. You know? Yeah. It, it was a shock, you know, that we would even keep going. I did both for, for, for both me and Ben especially it was just like really you can see beyond this you know just looking at each other and being like really you can see beyond this you know
2: yeah what um obviously you know we talk about that final scene at the beach which is you know just the so emotional. I get emotional just watching it every time. So I can't imagine like filming that and then even, you know, you seeing it for the first time in its final form. Um, but it really is perfect, you know, and the the task of pulling that off is kind of incredible that it was done so beautifully. Um, so I don't know, what was it like even, you know, just filming that and then for you seeing it in its final form and, and knowing, you know, what it took to get there?
0: You know, I was really proud of this studio. Um... Cause it can give a life, you know, in this business can get so corporate and, and people can like, forget the humanity of things. You know, like you forget there's humans behind brands and humans behind faces and, and, and you forget the life behind that sometimes in this business side of things. And it just really, I think, I think the studio really showed up and they said, you know what? We give a shit. We care. And like, we really loved Paul. And we're gonna prove that. And we're gonna, we're gonna really, really make sure that this is done right. And I, and I, and I praise them for that because, you know, I couldn't have imagined a a better goodbye.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Uh there's no uh, no easy transition, but to kind of wrap up our conversation on Furious 7, we uh, we always end one of these with what we call the final lap, a little bit more of uh, off-the-wall questions about uh, the movie and the franchise. So first one, if you could pick, say we're, say we're adding someone into Furious 7. They're, they're not replacing anybody, but we're taking maybe another actor from the Fast universe that's not in the movie, or just another actor maybe you've always wanted to see in a Fast movie. Who, who would we add into the mix here for Furious 7?
0: Oh my god! (laughs)
2: Three
0: to seven.
2: Yeah, or just any any fast film. We'll take we'll take any answer.
0: Wow! Oh my god! I love me a Matt Damon.
2: Uh, That who who said that was that was that Tyrese? I think think that was yeah.
0: I think me and Ty both me and Ty are like yo Matt. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, man. Would you ever do one of these, or is it like I don't know? Is it too crazy for you to do one of these? I don't know. Cause He's like a serious
3: actor, right? Right. But right. <laughs> he likes some fun. Yeah.
2: He did four Bourne movies. I mean, he's got the I mean, action you know, in his blood right I mean, there. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome.
0: It would be sweet. I'd love that.
2: Just have him play Jason Bourne in the movies. I don't know right, cr-
0: right. You know something? To be fair, to be fair. Part of the universe of Universal, right? Yeah. So the one thing about branding is that you can never you can never kind of cross studios, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rule or whatever. But like you know, I just like honestly like if you can if you can mix Transformers with a Fast and fury, like where else are we gonna go? Are we <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you ever- you might as well start crossbreeding. You know what I mean? What you got?
1: Yeah, like,
3: you know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> that yeah that's something i would love to see anyway we got a time travel guys yeah Yeah, that would be sweet
2: everyone's talking about space and we're over here jumping ahead of that we're no forget space we're going to the future
0: no to be fair like there's nowhere else to go but to merge i mean corporations do it when they get too big and like eventually these franchises you know they're gonna get so you know i mean where do you go if you've done it all so at some point, you're going to have to merge. And I like the idea of Born and Fast. I mean, I hope they don't think it it dilutes uh, Born in any way because they're so serious, you know. and We kind of joke around a little bit. <laughs> and like, you know, I don't know. I think it, it's a good idea to start thinking about co-branding stuff within a studio. I think it'd be sweet.
2: And we won't even take a commission after the idea coming from here. We'll, yeah. we I, know, will right? like,
0: I just want to see it, you right. know. I I really, I genuinely just want to see this kind of stuff. I'd love to see. What else would you merge?
1: Oh, man. That's.
0: Like Disney. Disney has. Oh, what about Star Wars and Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) They're
2: they're close. They're close. They're getting there. I feel like.
0: Dude, what the hell,
1: man? That would be (laughs)
2: insane. I have been saying uh, Mission Impossible with Fast cuz I feel mm-hmm. like Tom Cruise has already been trying to go to space and they're always talking about Fast going to space just get What
0: is not is Mission is Mission Impossible Universal?
2: Oh no, see I'm just I'm trying to yeah, that's can't too cross, much you too many contracts me, no. <laughs> too many contracts too many contracts
0: uh Yeah, that's what it is. The lawyers go crazy. Those guys are like the new warriors, you know. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. So a couple years ago, I did a I ranked, because I asked the question, who is the fastest and furiousest? I think I even made that word up in Fast and Furious. Now I need to get a reaction. Everyone, everyone I've been given their their ranking to has been like, hey, see C F9 and I'm gonna r I'm gonna rise. But your number I put Letty at number two on the fa- on the fastest and furiousest rankings. What do, does
0: that mean? Does that mean that like I drive cars fast? Yeah. Like, so I mean, you
2: know I, you know, I, you know, I, it was a system of, uh, you know, I gave you four out of five Coronas on fast and four oh, out of five man. Coronas on furious. So, <laughs> I, so I mean, sweet. two, I mean, it was only, it was only uh, Dom was just, uh, just ahead of you. I think he had like four and a half Coronas or uh, something, great. you know? So, uh, <laughs> I love d- that. does that feel right? It is, is two? Yeah, I think that's respectable. Right, you know,
0: okay. I, I definitely am more furious than I am fast. Like I, I am. I'm a big. I'm a big military kind of like advocate, and I'm like smooth as fast. And so, like for me, guns and like stuff like that. Like I can get, I can get pretty raw when it comes to battle, but I'm not that great behind the wheel in real life. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can hit it in the track, and I know all the rules. You know how to make straight lines out of curves and stuff. But I'm just better when it comes to like, you know, planning battle or like attacks and things like this, that physical stuff and gun stuff is is more fun for me. Uh-huh.
2: Glad, glad that ranking holds up. I'm. I, everyone else was, was debating their, their spots, So I <laughs> yeah. appreciate you. Uh, I, got, I got one right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about like superheroes and stuff. And and to, to me, I think to Derek too, like, you know, Fast Five comes out in 2011. And we've thought of basically like the Fast Universe and all the uh, main characters like as superheroes since then. <laughs> because oh. they're just bigger and larger and have the huge team ups. But if you could compare Letty to any superhero, who who would you choose? Is there one close enough?
2: I don't even know why, but I thought Thor. I don't. I don't know why that. Like I don't know. Maybe you're just like seem that strong. I don't know. Yeah. Thor was I don't like know. The,
3: Because I'm, sta- I'm
0: standing on the hood of the car with the. It's super- <laughs> a <laughs> It's like that whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, gosh, if I could compare Letty to any superhero. I don't think they exist, man, to be quite honest. I think that we have not really played There, the only superhero I've ever really truly adored ever is Catwoman. And oh, I think that's a great everybody one. Everybody else kind of sucks. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but like it's just me. It's yeah, just me. Yeah. And have yep. like I just to to find a realistic, you know, cuz that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. it's Action movies are re- realistic. And so, like, you can't have, like, these super, super duper powers. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, right. Like, ah, oh, dude, nobody can defeat you. Like, what does it even matter? You know what I mean? You need to have a vulnerability. And, like, being human is the best. So I like the Black Widow. She's kind of cool. Um, But Catwoman's my favorite. I just yeah. always really liked her. She's badass. She's edgy. And I like people with dimension. I like people who are not always predictable mm-hmm. Yeah. like you don't i think that's perfect yeah you don't necessarily know what she's gonna do next and i think that's quite cool yeah
3: and yeah. the same kind of like you know a person who always does only what she wants like i'm not doing anything for anybody else like yeah that's- yeah yeah yeah. i like the loner that's maybe that's <laughs> what
0: it is everybody's like on this kind of goody two-shoes kick and i'm just like
2: boring <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh Wrapping up you, you gave it you've given us a little bit of, of hints of uh some awesome stuff to expect with fast nine But what would what would be your tease? Uh, you know, we've all been waiting that first trailer blew us all away It's been over a year now. We've been waiting. Uh, So what would be your tease of, of fast nine as we start to get closer finally? Jesus
0: oh God, it's so nice to like, you know, huh? Yeah.
2: Oh, my god,
0: I think that'll be great. It's like, it's just so awesome. I think he's so good. And I'm just like super stoked. When it comes to Han, that, that, that blew me away because like, dude, there was no more dead than that. Mm-hmm. Right? And
1: mm-hmm.
2: We saw it like four times in all the movies. I mean, yeah. you know yeah. I mean? it's
0: like, whoa, how do you even, how do you even fake that? But then, you, you know, when you get that trump card and you find out how it happened and then you're like, oh, oh yeah, so anything's possible in the movie. <laughs> I love it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. The reveal is gonna be great. It'll be awesome. I think.
2: I I can't wait. Like I kind of like. I'm just like. I I kept thinking like, oh, how are they gonna do it? Is it? I'm like. I'm kind of like. I don't even care. They did it. I, mean, I think Justin's I'm glad to perfect, Han back. Oh Justin's yeah.
0: Justin's the perfect guy to bring Han back because he has the big, the biggest bond with him. Yep. You know, they did, they did Tokyo Drift together, and you know, it was like. That bond, you know, when you have a director who really, really loves you, you know what I mean, and and who you have a bond with, it's the perfect, it's the perfect, uh, you know, vehicle to like, you know, do something as complicated as bringing you back to life in a franchise. Yeah, He's in the best hands he, he could possibly be in, and um, and I think that he'll do nothing but justice uh, for Han literally.
2: I know what it is. I mean, you can you can't end better than that. Uh, mm-hmm. well Michelle, thank you so much for joining us and talking uh Fury 7 and becoming a part of the binge family. We appreciate mm-hmm.
0: it. Cheers.
3: This time it
1: ain't just about being fast.
2: All right, well that's all the time we have on this episode. But lucky enough for you, there's two episodes today as we mentioned earlier. So, now that you finished listening to that great conversation with Michelle, go listen to another great conversation, but this one with Tyrese Gibson, also about Furious 7 and kind of the evolution of Roman Pierce. Um, so thanks to, again to both Michelle and Tyrese for joining us. And like Brian O'Connor, we hope we earned your respect and that you keep listening to EW's Binge of the Fast Saga. When next week, we're joined by Ramsey herself, Natalie Emanuel, to talk the fate of the Furious. I mean, we're, we're getting very close to the end of, uh, of the road for binge. And we're, yeah. we're, we're fa- F9's fast approaching, uh, pun fully intended. Uh, <laughs> so, so come back next week to hear Natalie, and we're going to drive you all the way up until the F9 release on June 25th. In the meantime, please subscribe and listen along every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us, tell us what you think, share it with your friends and family.
3: You can find us on Twitter at Derek J. Lawrence or me at Chanel Berlin.
2: Also head to EW.com for complete coverage of the Fast Saga and full episode transcripts.
3: This episode was hosted and produced by Derek Lawrence and Chanel Berlin Johnson, produced, edited, and mixed by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Carly Usdin and Shana Naomi Crockmau.
2: Thanks for listening. And until next time, salute me podcast familia.